Hi, it's Dustin Lanier. Thanks for listening. Please find me on LinkedIn for original public sector operations content every week. And please reach out to me if I and my team of procurement professionals at Civic Initiatives can help you be a public procurement change agent. This presentation today is called Building Bridges, Connecting Finance and Procurement. I, I do consider myself to be a procurement professional. I'm coming at it from the question of how does finance and procurement fit together? And we've seen it in every shape. We have had an opportunity to work in a lot of different entities, large and small, about where procurement lives in the organization, how it connects to other pieces. We've seen it under the chief administrative officer, under the CFO, independent. There's lots of different flavors, but I'm gonna talk about what I think is the truism across a lot of these characteristics and what we need out of procurement. So I watched a video recently where someone I think who does storytelling for Pixar was basically describing as you move from scene to scene in a story, you should have connecting words and those connecting words shouldn't be the same words or else it's a very boring story. If it's this and this and this and this, then the story becomes very dull. So I wanted to tell you guys a story about procurement and finance connecting and, but, so that, and however. So procurement is a fully professionalized function and finance and procurement are highly aligned in mission. But to make procurement thrive requires the correct support so that citizens are served with the strongest characteristics of both. However, the story has a twist ending if you're small but mighty. So Mike specifically asked me to write about what happens if somebody is small and Jack touched on, of course, the scale question. So I have some specific things around if you're super small, who am I and why am I here to tell you this story? I'm a former deputy CIO with the state of Texas and I ran a specialized procurement group called the Council on Competitive Government. I'm a certified public procurement officer. I started my company in 2010. We have 50 plus people. We work around the country for procurement shops, large and small on operations and transformation projects. So we're in trenches in a lot of places. We've seen a lot of stories. We've seen a lot of your peers. And I do a lot of content on LinkedIn. Chapter one, procurement is a fully professionalized function. I'm curious, were any of you at my speech on e-procurement last year, last GFOA, a couple of people? So at the end of talking about e-procurement, I was asked a question from the audience of, will this work if I don't have a procurement department? So then I'm in a on my feet way talking about, well, what happens if you don't have procurement? And that resulted in this article. If you like these stories, I have the links at the end where I talked about procurement as the focal point. And in that article, I said that procurement must be treated as a professional function. If we treat the purchasing activity that procurement is responsible for as a clerking function, and that's all that we expect for procurement to be, then that's all that it will ever be. So procurement is a fully professionalized function. It is a discrete function. It is not the same thing as finance. While it can certainly nest with finance and be fully integrated with finance, it tends to be a different skill set that comes from a different place of knowledge and a different place of design. Uh, contract management is not a legal function. By the time that contract management becomes legal, it has failed in its ability to control and manage the situation. Contract management is a business function in which we teach our departments how to manage and hold the vendor to stay and function within the contract. And we teach our vendor the expectation that they will stay within the contract and deliver their services. So contract management is a business function that to me belongs with procurement or at least an administrative officer. And in my opinion, in that article, procurement becomes this focal point between finance, legal, business, and the supplier community 
for a skill set that needs to exist inside of organizations and may not exist if it doesn't exist as a concept. And that I believe that that drives quality. So that was last year. So I'm going to make a distinction between purchasing and procurement as terms. Purchasing fulfills transactions. Procurement is more. Purchasing is the activity of administering the creation, routing, review, approval, execution of requisition events. It may or may not include best value solicitations, it can, but it's definitely going to review stakeholder submissions, maybe it reviews completed activities by end users, it'll let bids, it'll process procurements that are done in departments or bring them forward, deal with vendor validation, being stood up as a vendor, awards, notice of proceeds, cone of silence, the things that we anticipate would be in a purchasing function. But the professional skill set for strategic procurement is, to me, vast. It's all of the transactional responsibilities of purchasing, and then we surround the moment of purchasing activity with a strategic mentality. So RFP development is, in fact, a very strategic activity. We have to do market research. We have to determine what's going to create competitive response. In some cases, we have to design the way we want vendors to act within systems. We need to think about how we're going to evaluate that. We need to determine the kind of minimum requirements, the kind of methodology we want to see, whether we see interviews, if we have interviews, what we're asking for in interviews. It's complex. All of those things, the market analysis, data analysis, there's a lot of design thinking in the concepts of procurement and in what we want procurement to do. Tons of project management, so many different things that are in flight at the same time, so many things that need to be in flight, managing overall processes, and then all aspects around supplier and contract management. So to me, there's a lot of things that a procurement shop will do that is broader than simply managing the, the purchasing transaction. And from a professionalization perspective, there's lots of professional training, and I'm gonna talk in a minute about encouraging you as financial officers to encourage that kind of training because you'll only get better outcomes from it if you do it. So the UPPCC, NIGP, both have certification programs. Sort of going back to the question from the audience, there's a lot of difference between the day one purchaser and a chief procurement officer. You have to give them opportunities to learn how to do different things so that they can act in that strategic way. It's core purchasing and the best value RFPs, category management, which is saying not just I have three contracts for fuel, but what is my strategy for purchasing fuel and why these contracts? Not just do I have these contracts, but why these contracts? What is my ability to understand my spend, to know where I have gaps in the contract portfolio, et cetera? Program design, all kinds of things that procurement has to do that is, has nothing to do with the purchasing transactions, standing up DEI programs, contract management programs, sustainability programs, vendor outreach points, managing teams. Just because you're good at RFPs doesn't mean that you're good at managing people and stakeholders. When we do assessments, one of the things we look at is where's the voice of the customer in the organization. So lots of reasons why we need an understanding of professional procurement. And finance and procurement are highly aligned in missions. When Mike asked me to pull some slides together, I borrowed three from him. So uh, last, last NIGP, he and uh, Terry did a presentation on blurring the lines between procurement and finance. So I picked up two slides that I thought that were sort of particularly emblematic of that speech. One, he talked about the perception across the organization is that the field of public procurement is misunderstood. 
It was a back office function of process and compliance. We're trying to move it to more transformational, more strategic partner, more of a steward of spend. And they're important agents in the public sector who strategically source and materials and activities that benefit the public's health and safety in a variety of ways. So that's the first slide, and then he animated it this way. And he said, the field of finance is often considered misunderstood. Uh, moving to beyond compliance, the profession is transforming, and today the finance professional is more of a strategic partner, and they allocate resources and materials. So he's pointing out the similarity, and I thought that it was a good slide. They also talked about how uh, procurement and finance department are entity-wide functions that serve operating departments in delivery through vendor management, contract management, competitive solicitations. And they are very aligned, for sure, in the way that we execute the work. And to echo what Jack just said, without a strong connection between the money and the procurement process, we're going to create avoidable risk. Risk of wasted money, of course. Spending money on things that are not in priority or aren't aligned with budget is a risk. Risk of wasted action, there's nothing that loses more confidence with your supplier community than people going out for bids for things they don't have money for. What a waste of time. So, I mean, having a process by which we know that there's money associated with things before we spend procurement time on them and waste the vendor's time and waste your buyer's time on things they otherwise could do. We've been in multiple places where there is no pre-procurement encumbrance. And you ask why, and you get certain answers. And, uh, and then eventually it comes up that you should encumber money. In my opinion, you should encumber money as you approach a procurement event. And it's just rude, people. So let's not do that, right? Risk of future vendor management and contract management scenarios. So knowing how we go to market and how we are going to make certain payments, certain milestone payments, whether it's associated with deliverables, how we're going to cap and manage time and material contracts, lots of risk and lots of opportunity for waste if the way that we procure and the way that we intend to spend are not aligned. Thank you.